wedding photographs. They're like the whole reason you get married, right? To post on your Instagram in perpetuity. Pics or it didn't happen. Obviously not. You get married for the cash and gifts. But photographs are lauded as one of the best investments a bride can make because it is one of the few tangible things you can have after your wedding is over. Photographs and a thousand pencils that say Lucas and Carly because your mom really wanted you to get pencils as a wedding favor and then no one took them because who uses pencils anymore and what was I saying? Oh yeah, I'm Carly McGuire and this is not what I planned. So yes, in all seriousness, wedding photos are truly a great investment. I spent so many hours flipping through my parents' wedding album, soaking in all the details of their big day 35 years ago. My wonderful grandmother always lamented there were not enough candids, and I agree, but it is amazing to see my mom and dad starting that chapter of their life. Booking a photographer was one of the first things I did when I started planning. Thanks to my planner, Liz, from Liz & Co. Events in Washington, D.C., I landed on Sarah Shank Photography. I first picked up my camera in 2013 when I met my boyfriend, who's now my husband. He was actually doing wedding photography as a side hustle while he was working on his MBA. Um, so he was shooting his friend's engagement. Um, and he was like, if you want to come, you can just kind of like carry on the camera and just shoot behind the scenes kind of stuff. So I went with him. Um, I didn't know anything about a camera. He set everything up for me and I just hit the shutter. Um, but from there, I was like, that was so much fun. I loved it. After working with her future husband, Sarah started booking weddings as a side hustle of her own in college. In 2017, she launched Sarah Shank Photography and is a full-time wedding photographer. Her feed is this perfectly curated grid of pictures where every single couple looks comfortable and happy and has the look of photos that were all taken on a beautiful sunny day during the golden hour. I reached out right away and we chatted over FaceTime, and I was comforted by the fact that Sarah got what I was looking for, and I could tell I'd enjoy working with her on the day of the wedding. Oh my gosh, there are so many things that I, I love about weddings, um, aside from just like obviously like shooting weddings. Um, I love connecting with my couples. Um, I'm an introvert, but I also love meeting people and connecting with people and learning their stories. Um, I think it's just so cool how um, each wedding is so different. Like there are couples that pick like the same packages or the same amount of hours. and But each wedding ends up being so different because they have such a unique story to tell um, or they come from like a, a really cool background or all of these different things that make it really cool to shoot. I also love how Sarah says one of her favorite parts of her job is editing photos. As someone who edits video for a living, I simply cannot understand this. I love downloading all my images on the computer and then editing them. And I know a lot of photographers are probably like, oh, it's such a tedious task, which it is. Um, but that's just something that I really enjoy and something that when I first started photography was like one of the first things that I actually enjoyed doing was editing the photos. No, can cannot relate. 
So for two and a half years, Sarah's been all around the D.C. area and even in Pennsylvania shooting weddings. She did 37 last year and capped her 2020 weddings at 30. But this is the part where I tell you how coronavirus changed all that. <laughs> um, the last wedding I shot was, no, or sorry, not November, um, was February 29th. Two weeks later, she and her husband were like many couples at the store, trying to figure out how much frozen food to buy. So my husband and I actually went grocery shopping. We were like, should we like stock up our freezer? Like, I think we should just be, be prepared because it was at that point where you really didn't know what was going to happen. What happened next was a bunch of stressed out brides realizing their weddings weren't going to happen. So it wasn't until like April where I just had like a slew of postponements. Um, so this month has just been really crazy. Um, and everyone's just kind of trying to figure out different plans and putting dates on hold. And um, so, yeah, I would, I would say by like the beginning of April was when it really um, hit us hard with postponements. I think it's around six, six or seven that have postponed. Six or seven postponing may not sound like a lot, but it is one fifth of her total clients for the year. But Sarah counts herself lucky because nearly all of those brides were willing to postpone and not outright cancel. Um, because a lot of couples are like, we've already been planning like our wedding for a year. We don't want to do like a two-year engagement. So a lot of my couples for this year are either wanting to just postpone to the fall or they're thinking of just condensing the wedding and just doing like a more intimate ceremony just because they're, they're just ready to be married. That I can relate to. So Sarah, like everyone else, has her weekends for the next few months just empty. And it doesn't feel great. It's been so tough. I miss shooting. Um, I'm trying to, like, still keep up my craft and, and not lose it. So I've been, like, creating a little bit in our home. Um, I have, like, old invites um, from like past weddings so I've done like different lay flats and styling just trying to like keep keep that momentum and keep that creativity like juice flowing. Even with side work and freelancing loss of income is hard. Thankfully like my husband has gotten like some editing jobs for um, his work so that's been great and I've been doing stuff on the side too um, so that's kind of helped I think I keep a little bit more of like a positive mindset of like, okay, like we're still getting work. Um, brides are still booking for next year, which is great in, in hopes that, you know, this really will be all back to normal by then. Um, so yeah, it's, we have our moments of stress, but overall I think we've, we've just tried to be there for each other when we do have those moments. And like every other human, Sarah says the pandemic is affecting a lot more than just her work. It's been really hard, and we're in, currently in the process of building a home <laughs> in Maryland. So all of these things that we kind of had planned just like came to a halt, you know, and trying to figure all of that out. Always one to look on the bright side, Sarah says it's her couples, the ones who have had everything totally jammed up, who have been among the most supportive. But I think overall, I've been really lucky to work with 
incredible couples who have just been really supportive and have actually like reached out to me and been like hey how are you doing because like I'm sure this is not easy on you like you know so that's I feel like so blessed to be able to work with like such great couples because they really have been so awesome and I'm like you're really nice like your wedding just got postponed and you're asking how I'm doing um so yeah it's just been really cool and I've like um, like I said, like obviously they're disappointed and they're crushed and you know they wanted a spring wedding and now they might have to have a winter wedding and so it's just different things like that but I think overall you know at the end of the day like there's nothing we can do about it um, but just try to like move forward and think that you know the best is ahead so I think that's kind of been like the, the general like emotion in everyone. So what advice can she give to the COVID bride? communication is key. So that would be my number one advice is to check with your vendors because um, they want to work with you too, you know? So I know it'd be disappointing if, if a couple just booked a date and I wasn't available. I would genuinely be bummed because I'm like, I want to work with you too. And that most of your vendors are just small business owners. So if they can't reschedule and can't offer you your deposit back, try to remember that their lives were upended too. Our lives aren't just like weddings, like we still have bills to pay, we like some of us have kids and you know like family members we need to feed so I think just trying to take that into consideration that like we're also trying to deal with this at the same time like we're trying to help you navigate all of this but we're also going through it as well. We may not be getting married or planning a wedding but we have other things that are causing a lot of stress and so just to have like a little bit of grace with us. And she has some helpful, hopeful advice for all the couples who will eventually see their big day. But yeah, I always just encourage my couples to be themselves because it helps me understand them better and how to photograph them. Um, and that we're, whether they like it or not, are gonna probably be best friends by the end of this because we spend so much time together. You can find Sarah by searching Sarah Shank Photography on The Knot, that's Sarah with an H, her website, sarahshankphoto.com, which was recently updated as one of her quarantine projects, and on Instagram, Sarah, the letter K, Shank. Thank you so much to Sarah for her perspective this week. She's been doing small, intimate ceremonies in the last few weeks and is happy to be back doing what she loves. That's it for this week's Not What I Planned. I'm Carly McGuire. Talk to you later.